Shalom, good morning, and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Jerusalem, where we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna, and I'm your reader today. Today is Friday, the 31st of December, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the 27th of Tevet. This week our parasha is called Va'era, which means I appeared. And today's reading will be the sixth Aliyah, Exodus 8:23 through 9:16. However, if your Bible follows the Hebrew chapter and verse counting, it is Exodus 8:19 through 9:16. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. I will put a division between my people and your people. This sign shall happen by tomorrow. Then the Lord did so. And there came grievous swarms into the house of Pharaoh and into his servants' houses. In all the land of Egypt, the land was corrupted by the reason of the swarms. Pharaoh called for Moshe and for Aaron and said, Go, sacrifice to your God in the land. Moshe said, It is not appropriate for us to do so, for we shall sacrifice the abomination of the Egyptians to the Lord our God. Behold, if we sacrifice the abomination of the Egyptians before their eyes, will they not stone us? We will go three days' journey into the wilderness and sacrifice to the Lord our God as he shall command us. Pharaoh said, I will let you go that you may sacrifice to the Lord your God in the wilderness, only you shall not go very far away. Plead for me. Moshe said, Behold, I am going out from you. I will pray to the Lord that the swarms may depart from Pharaoh, from his servants, and from his people tomorrow. Only do not let Pharaoh deal deceitfully again in not letting the people go to sacrifice to the Lord. So Moshe went out from Pharaoh and prayed to the Lord. And the Lord did according to the word of Moshe, And he removed the swarms from Pharaoh, from his servants, and from his people. There remained not one. But Pharaoh hardened his heart, this time also, and he did not let the people go. Then the Lord said to Moshe, Go in to Pharaoh and tell him, This is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, says, Let my people go, that they may serve me. For if you refuse to let them go and hold them still, behold, the hand of the Lord is on your livestock which are in the field, on the horses, on the donkeys, on the camels, on the herds, and on the flocks, with a very grievous pestilence. But the Lord will make a distinction between the livestock of Israel and the livestock of Egypt, and nothing shall die of all that belongs to the sons of Israel. The Lord appointed a set time, saying, Tomorrow the Lord shall do this thing in the land. 
and the Lord did that thing on the next day. And all the livestock of Egypt died. But of the livestock of the sons of Israel, not one died. Pharaoh sent, and behold, there was not so much as one of the livestock of the Israelites dead. But the heart of Pharaoh was stubborn, and he did not let the people go. And the Lord said to Moshe and to Aaron, Take handfuls of ashes of the furnace, and let Moshe sprinkle it toward the sky in the sight of Pharaoh. It shall become small dust over all the land of Egypt, and will become boils breaking out with sores on man and on animal throughout all the land of Egypt. They took ashes of the furnace and stood before Pharaoh, and Moshe sprinkled it up toward the sky, and it became boils, breaking out with sores on man and on animal. The magicians could not stand before Moshe because of the boils, for the boils were on the magicians and on all the Egyptians. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, and he did not listen to them, as the Lord had spoken to Moshe. Then the Lord said to Moshe, Rise up early in the morning and stand before Pharaoh and tell him, This is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, says, Let my people go, that they may serve me. For this time I will send all my plagues against your heart, against your officials, and against your people, that you may know that there is no one like me in all the earth. For now I would have stretched out my hand and struck you and your people with pestilence, and you would have been cut off from the earth. But indeed, for this cause I have made you stand, to show you my power and that my name may be declared throughout all the earth. That was Exodus 8.23-9.16. through 9.16. Today's portion from the prophets is Second Samuel or Shmuel, chapter 15. After this, it happened that Avshalom prepared a chariot and horses for himself, and fifty men to run before him. And Avshalom rose up early and stood beside the way of the gate. When any man had a suit which should come to the king for judgment, then Avshalom called to him and said, What city are you from? He said, Your servant is of one of the tribes of Israel. Then Avshalom said to him, Behold, your matters are good and right, but there is no man deputized by the king to hear you. Avshalom said, Moreover, Oh, that I were made judge in the land, that every man who has any suit or cause might come to me, and I would do him justice. It was so that when any man came near to bow down to him, he stretched out his hand and took hold of him and kissed him. Avshalom did this sort of thing to all Israel who came to the king for judgment. So Avshalom stole the hearts of the men of Israel. Now it came to pass at the end of forty years that Avshalom said to the king, Please let me go and pay my vow, which I have vowed to to the Lord in Hebron, for your servant vowed a vow while I stayed in Geshul in Syria, saying, If the Lord shall indeed bring me again to Jerusalem, then I will serve the Lord. The king said to him, Go in Shalom. 
so he arose and went to Hebron. Avshalom then sent spies throughout all the tribes of Israel, saying, As soon as you hear the sound of the shofar, then you shall say, Avshalom is king in Hebron. Two hundred men went with Avshalom out of Jerusalem, who were invited, and went in their simplicity, and they did not know anything. And Avshalom sent for Achitophel the Gilonite, David's counselor from his city, from Gilo, while he was offering the sacrifices. The conspiracy was strong, for the people increased continually with Avshalom. A messenger came to David, saying, The hearts of the men of Israel are after Avshalom. David said to all his servants who were with him at Jerusalem, Arise, let us flee, or else none of us will escape from Avshalom. Hurry to depart, lest he overtake us quickly, and bring down evil on us, and strike the city with the edge of the sword. And the king's servants said to the king, Behold, your servants are ready to do whatever my lord the king chooses. The king went out and all his household after him. The king left ten women, who were concubines, to keep the house. The king went out and all the people after him, and they stayed in Beth Milchak. And all his servants passed on beside him, and all the Cheratites, and all the Pelatites, and all the Gittites. Six hundred men who came after him from Gat passed on before the king. Then the king said to Itai the Gittite, Why do you also go along with us? Return and stay with the king, for you are a foreigner and also an exile. Return to your own place. Whereas you came but yesterday, should I today make you go up and down with us, since I go where I may? Return and take back your brothers. Mercy and truth be with you. Itai answered the king and said, As the Lord lives, and as my lord the king lives, Surely in what place my lord the king is, whether for death or for life, your servant will be there also. David said to Itai, Go and pass over. Itai the Gittite passed over, and all his men, and all the little ones who were with him. All the country wept with a loud voice, and all the people passed over. The king also himself passed over the brook Kidron, And all the people passed over toward the way of the wilderness. Behold, Tzadok also came, and all the Levites with him, bearing the ark of the covenant of God. And they set down the ark of God, and Aviatar went up until all the people finished passing out of the city. The king said to Tzadok, Carry the ark of God back into the city. If I find favor in the eyes of the Lord, he will bring me again and show me both it and his habitation. But if he says, I have no delight in you, behold, here I am. Let him do to me as seems good to him. The king said also to Tzadok the Kohen, Are you not a seer? Return to the city in Shalom, and your two sons with you, Ahimaaz your son, and Yonatan the son of Aviatal. Behold, I will stay at the fords of the wilderness until word comes from you to inform me. 
Tzadok, therefore, and Aviatel carried the Ark of God to Jerusalem again, and they stayed there. David went up by the ascent of the Mount of Olives, and wept as he went up, and he had his head covered, and went barefoot. And all the people who were with him each covered his head, and they went up, weeping as they went up. Now someone told David, saying, Achitophel is among the conspirators with Avshalom. David said, Lord, please turn the counsel of Achitophel into foolishness. And it came to pass, when David had come to the top, where God was worshipped, that, behold, Hushai the archite came to meet him with his tunic torn and earth on his head. David said to him, If you pass on with me, then you will be a burden to me. But if you return to the city and tell Avshalom, I will be your servant, O king, as I have been your father's servant in time past, so I will now be your servant. Then you will defeat for me the counsel of Achitophel. Do not, do not you have Tzadok and Aviatar the Kohanim there with you? Therefore, whatever you hear out of the king's house, tell it to Tzadok and Aviatar the Kohanim. See, they have with them their two sons, Achimaaz, Tzadok's son, and Yonatar, Aviatar's son. Send to me everything that you shall hear by them. So Hushai, David's friend, came into the city, and Avshalom came into Jerusalem. That was Second Samuel 15. Today's portion from the writings is Psalm 82. A Psalm by Asaph God presides in the divine assembly. He judges among the gods. How long will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? Selah. Defend the weak, the poor, and the fatherless. Maintain the rights of the poor and oppressed. Rescue the poor and needy. Deliver them out of the hand of the wicked. They do not know, neither do they understand. They walk back and forth in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are shaken. I said, you are angelic creatures. All of you are sons of Elion. Nevertheless, you shall die like men and fall like one of the rulers. Arise, God, judge the earth, for you inherit all of the nations. That was Psalm 82. Today's portion from the Apostles is Luke 9, 27-62. But I tell you the truth, there are some of those who stand here who will in no way taste of death until they see the kingdom of God. And it came to pass, about eight days after these sayings, that he took with him Peter, Yohanan, and Yaakov, and went up on the mountain to pray. As he was praying, the appearance of his face was altered, and his clothing became white and dazzling. And behold, two men were talking with him, who were Moshe and Eliyahu, who appeared in glory and spoke of his departure, which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. 
Now Peter and those who were with him were heavy with sleep. But when they were fully awake, they saw his glory and the two men who stood with him. Then it happened as they were parting from him that Peter said to Yeshua, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three Sukkot, one for you, one for Moshe, and one for Eliyahu. Not knowing what he said. While he said these things, a cloud came and overshadowed them, and they were afraid as they entered into the cloud. And a voice came out of the cloud, saying, This is my beloved Son. Listen to him. When the voice came, Yeshua was found alone. And they were silent and told no one in those days any of the things which they had seen. And it came to pass on the next day, when they had come down from the mountain, that a great multitude met him. Behold, a man from the crowd called out, saying, Rabbi, I beg you to look at my son, for he is my only child. And behold, a spirit takes him, he suddenly cries out, and it convulses him so that he foams, and it hardly departs from him, bruising him severely. And I begged your disciples to cast it out, and they could not. Then Yeshua answered and said, Faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you and bear with you? Bring your son here. And while he was still coming, the demon threw him down and convulsed him violently. But Yeshua rebuked the unclean spirit, healed the boy, and gave him back to his father. And they were all astonished at the majesty of God. But while all were marveling at all the things which Yeshua did, he said to his disciples, Let these words sink into your ears, for the Son of Man will be delivered up into the hands of men. But they did not understand this saying, and it was concealed from them that they should not perceive it, and they were afraid to ask him about the saying. Then an argument arose among them about which of them was the greatest, And Yeshua, perceiving the reasoning of their hearts, took a little child and set him by his side, and said to them, Whoever receives this little child in my name receives me, and whoever receives me receives him who sent me. For whoever is least among you all, this one will be great. Now Yohanan answered and said, Master, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we forbade him, because he does not follow with us. But Yeshua said to him, Do not forbid him, for he who is not against us is for us. And it came to pass, when the days were near that he should be taken up, that he intently set his face to go to Jerusalem, and sent messengers before his face. They went and entered into a village of the Samaritans, so as to prepare for him. But they did not receive him, because he was traveling with his face set toward Jerusalem. And when his disciples, Yaakov and Yohanan, saw this, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and destroy them, just as Eliyahu did? But he turned and rebuked them. You do not know of what kind of spirit you are. For the Son of Man did not come to destroy man's lives, but to save them, and they went to another village.
And it came to pass, as they went on the way, that a certain man said to him, I want to follow you wherever you go, Lord. And Yeshua said to him, The foxes have holes, and the birds of the sky have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. And he said to another, Follow me. But he said, Lord, allow me first to go and bury my father. But Yeshua said to him, Leave the dead to bury their own dead, but you go and announce the kingdom of God. Another also said, I want to follow you, Lord, but first allow me to say goodbye to those who are at my house. But Yeshua said to him, No one, having put his hand to the plow and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. That was Luke nine twenty seven through 62. And for those who are reading the Apostles twice this year's cycle, you'll be reading Ephesians 4 today also. Well, today is Friday, and as many of you may know, uh, on Fridays we read a double episode, so I'll be reading for Shabbat in this episode also. So tomorrow is Shabbat, or Saturday, the 1st of January, the 28th day of Tevet, and according to tradition, this is the day of the death of Shimon. Yosef died and all his brothers and all that generation. That was Exodus 1.6. So the reading that we'll be reading from the Torah for Shabbat is the last part, the seventh part of this week's parasha Vaera. And it is Exodus nine seventeen through 35. Because you still exalt yourself against my people, that you will not let them go. Behold, tomorrow about this time, I will cause it to rain a very heavy hail, such as has not been in Egypt since the day it was founded, even until now. Now, therefore, command that all of your livestock and all that you have in the field be brought into shelter. The hail will come down on every man and animal that is found in the field and is not brought home, and they will die. Those who feared the word of the Lord among the servants of Pharaoh made their servants and their livestock flee into the houses. Whoever did not respect the word of the Lord left his servants and his livestock in the field. Now the Lord said to Moshe, Stretch out your hand toward the sky, that there may be hail in all the land of Egypt, on man and on animal, and on every green herb of the field, throughout the land of Egypt. Moshe stretched out his staff toward the heavens, and the Lord sent thunder and hail, and lightning flashed down to the earth. And the Lord rained hail on the land of Egypt. So there was very severe hail, and lightning mixed with the hail, such as had not been in all the land of Egypt since it became a nation. The hail struck throughout all the land of Egypt, all that was in the field, both man and animal, and the hail struck every herb of the field, and broke every tree of the field. Only in the land of Goshen, where the sons of Israel were, there was no hail. 
Then Pharaoh sent and called for Moshe and Aaron and said to them, I have sinned this time. The Lord is righteous, and my people and I and my people are wicked. Pray to the Lord, for there has been enough of mighty thunderings and hail. I will let you go, and you shall stay no longer. Moshe said to him, As soon as I have gone out of the city, I will spread out my hands to the Lord. The thunders shall cease, and there will be hail no longer, that you may know that the earth belongs to the Lord. But as for you and your servants, I know that you do not yet fear the Lord God. The flax and the barley were struck, for the barley had ripened and the flax was blooming. But the wheat and spelt were not struck, for they had not grown up. Moshe went out of the city from Pharaoh and spread out his hands to the Lord, and the thunders and hail ceased, and the rain was not poured on the earth. When Pharaoh saw that the rain and the hail and the thunders had ceased, he sinned yet more, and hardened his heart, he and his servants. The heart of Pharaoh was hardened, and he did not let the sons of Israel go, just as the Lord had spoken through Moshe. That was Exodus nine seventeen through 35. This Shabbat's Haftarah portion, which is the portion from the prophets that is read on the Shabbat, is Ezekiel twenty eight twenty five through 29 and 21. This is what the Lord, the Lord says. When I have gathered the house of Israel from the peoples among whom they are scattered, and I am sanctified in them in the sight of the nations, then they will dwell in their own land which I gave to my servant Yaakov. And they will dwell in it securely. Yes, they will build houses, plant vineyards, and will dwell securely. When I have executed judgments on all those who scorn them all around, then they will know that I am the Lord their God. In the tenth year, in the tenth month, on the twelfth day of the month, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, set your face against Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and prophesy against him and against all Egypt. Speak and say, This is what the Lord, the Lord says. Behold, I am against you, Pharaoh, king of Egypt, the great monster that lies in the middle of his rivers, that has said, My river is my own, and I have made it for myself. I will put hooks in your jaws, and I will make the fish of your rivers stick to your scales. I will bring you up out of the middle of your rivers, with all the fish of your rivers which stick to your scales. I will cast you into the wilderness, you and all the fish of your rivers. You will fall on the open field. You will not be brought together or gathered. I have given you for food to the animals of the earth and to the birds of the sky. Then all the inhabitants of Egypt will know that I am the Lord. Because they have been a staff of reed to the house of Israel, When they took hold of you by your hand, you broke and tore all their shoulders. And when they leaned on you, you broke and paralyzed all of their thighs. 
Therefore, this is what the Lord, the Lord says. Behold, I will bring a sword on you and will cut off man and animal from you. The land of Egypt will be a desolation and a waste. Then they will know that I am the Lord. Because he said, The river is mine, and I have made it. Therefore, behold, I am against you and against your rivers, and I will make the land of Egypt an utter waste and desolation, from the tower of Sevene even to the border of Ethiopia. No foot of man will pass through it, nor will any animal foot pass through it. It will not be inhabited for forty years. And I will make the land of Egypt a desolation in the middle of the countries that are desolate. And her cities among the cities that are laid waste will be a desolation for forty years. I will scatter the Egyptians among the nations and will disperse them through the countries. For this is what the Lord the Lord says, At the end of forty years, I will gather the Egyptians from the peoples where they were scattered, and I will reverse the captivity of Egypt, and will cause them to return into the land of Patros, into the land of their birth. They will be a lowly kingdom there. It will be the lowest of the kingdoms, and it will never lift itself up above the nations any more. And I will diminish them so that they will no longer rule over the nations." It will no longer be the confidence of the house of Israel, bringing iniquity to memory, when they turn to look after them. Then they will know that I am the Lord, the Lord. And it came to pass in the twenty-seventh year, in the first month, on the first day of the month, that the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babel, caused his army to serve a great service against Tyre. Every head was made bald, and every shoulder has, was worn, yet he had no wages, nor did his army from Tyre, for the service that he had served against it. Therefore this is what the Lord, the Lord says, Behold, I will give the land of Egypt to Nebuchadnezzar king of Babel, and he will carry off her multitude, take her plunder, and take her prey. That will be the wages for his army. I have given him the land of Egypt as his payment for which he served, because they worked for me, says the Lord the Lord. In that day I will cause a horn to sprout for the house of Israel, and I will open your mouth among them. Then they will know that I am the Lord." That was Ezekiel 28, verse 25 through 29, verse 21. And this week's Shabbat portion from the Apostles is 2 Thessalonians 1, verses 1 through 12. Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy, to the assembly of the Thessalonians in God our Father and the Lord Yeshua the Messiah, Grace to you and shalom from God our Father and the Lord Yeshua the Messiah. We are bound to always give thanks to God for you, brothers, as it is fitting, because your faith grows exceedingly, and the love of each and every one of you toward one another abounds, 
so that we ourselves boast about you in the assemblies of God for your perseverance and faith in all your persecutions and in the tribulations which you endure. This is an obvious sign of the righteous judgments of God, to the end that you may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God, for which you also suffer. Since it is a righteous thing with God to repay affliction to those who afflict you, and to give relief to you who are afflicted with us, when the Lord Yeshua is revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire, punishing those who do not know God, and to those who do not obey the good news of our Lord Yeshua, who will pay the penalty, eternal destruction from the face of the Lord and from the glory of his might, when he comes in that day to be glorified in his holy ones and to be admired among all those who have believed, because our testimony to you was believed. To this end, we also pray always for you, that our God may count you worthy of your calling and fulfill every desire of goodness and work of faith with power, that the name of our Lord Yeshua may be glorified in you and you in him, according to the grace of our God and the Lord Yeshua the Messiah. That was Second Thessalonians chapter 1. And that wraps up our readings for this week. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms, and I wish you all a Shabbat Shalom. Shalom.